This is the Sunday Messages podcast from Cedar Valley Unitarian Universalists in Cedar Falls, Iowa, and I'm your host, Kat Bean Hansen. Welcome. We're glad you're here. This week's message comes from Sunday, January 14th, 2024. Pastor Emma Peterson gives the message for Martin Luther King Jr. Day, Bending Towards Justice. On March 31st, 1968, Martin Luther King Jr. proclaimed in a speech at the Episcopal National Cathedral in Washington, D.C., that the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice. It is from that speech that today's message gleans its title. This morning, I am thinking about bending, what it means and what it takes to bend the arc of human history. And when we bend, where this long, slow bending lands, the ark. In the speeches delivered in the last few days of Martin Luther King's life, he declared that as a people, we were pushing our way, bending the moral arc of the universe towards arrival in the promised land. The promised land a place promised to God's children following 40 years of wandering in the desert, a release from slavery, bondage, and exile, a heaven on earth. In the biblical text, Moses, the man who leads the Israelites out of slavery in Egypt, is restricted by God from arriving to the promised land. Shortly before God's people are to enter Canaan, God calls Moses to the mountaintop to gaze over the promised land. He can see it in the distance, but God tells him he is to die there on the mountain in sight of the destination to which he led God's people in sight, but not there. The day before Martin Luther King was assassinated on the hotel balcony where he was staying, he gathered with striking sanitation workers in Memphis. It was there that he said these words, I've been to the mountaintop, and I don't mind. Like anybody, I would like to live a long life. Longevity has its place, but I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will, and he's allowed me to go up to the mountain, and I've looked over, and I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you, but I want you to know tonight that we, as a people, will get to the promised land. In her book, Joy Unspeakable, Barbara A. Holmes describes MLK as a great spiritual contemplative and modern-day prophet. In his Promised Land speech, Holmes describes Martin Luther King's spiritual fortitude in the face of death thusly. The metaphorical language that King used hints at an inward journey 
surrounded by threatening situations he had prayed through and had seen with his spiritual eye both the promised land and the coming of the Lord. Like Moses, he had seen but would not inhabit. The reasons are God's. Holmes describes King not as a leader of the civil rights movement, but as a representative and a voice articulating the movement's collective will. She writes, he used his voice to amplify the voices of the voiceless. The community spoke in unison through him. In his final speech, King prophesied his own death and our collective liberation. We as a people will get to the promised land, he said. Societal reckoning requires solidarity. It is the collective body with the most denigrated and vulnerable amongst us at the center who, when bonded together, are more powerful than any force attempting to keep us all down. Justice, King asserted, was possible only when individual people stop thinking about their own interests and band together for the best interests of all. He said, let us develop a kind of dangerous unselfishness. Agape love, the love of God operating through human action, was what the justice movement required. We must, he preached, find the I in the thou, reversing our concerns over our own self-interests and well-being outwards towards the interests and concerns of our neighbor. The question is not, King said, if I stop to help this man in need, what will happen to me? If I do not stop to help this man, what will happen to him? That is the question. I love this call to a dangerous unselfishness. When we see we are suff when we see suffering in others and instead of turning away, instead of fearfully and frantically building barriers to hold at bay the same suffering in ourselves, we seek to alleviate, to heal that suffering. We bend the moral arc of the universe. In his promised land speech, King reminded those gathered that when Pharaoh wanted to maintain the Israelites in bondage in Egypt, he had one surefire strategy. That strategy was to keep those enslaved fighting amongst themselves. It was only when the slaves got together that they got out of slavery. Together is the only way to freedom. I'm thinking this morning of the imagery of a murmuration of birds, those massive, awesome formations of thousands of birds moving in an organic, collective unison, each bird following the bend and sway of its neighbor creating a ripple of tremendous strength and beauty. 
I am thinking about a murmuration of humanity, a great swell of collective power that bends the structure of oppressive systems. A movement so powerful, the moral arc must only submit and bend towards justice. That is the imagery with Martin Luther King Jr.'s final public charge to the great collective on my heart this morning. This is how the universe arrives to the promised land. This has been the Sunday Messages podcast from Cedar Valley Unitarian Universalists. The music is by Nathan Moore. If you want to learn more about the CVUU, visit our website at www.cedarvalleyuu.org. And you can also find us on Facebook or Instagram at Cedar Valley UU. We welcome visitors from anywhere to virtually attend our services on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Central Time. If you'd like to learn more about joining us for a service, send us an email at cvuupodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.